Good morning. It's time to get up with the Kings return. LeBron is back in the new look Lakers impress. Can LA make a big run? Plus, the quarterback carousel is already spinning with one huge question. Buy a younger car right now or wait and try to get the classic. And this could hurt. Jalen's about to get paid and Shefty has the numbers. Would that mean the Eagles missed their best chance to win the Super Bowl? We'll answer that and a lot more as we say good morning to you and welcome to Get Up. I'm Ryan Smith and for Greeny, look who's here at the seaport. Yeah, 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 look Clark who's Scott here. Scott and me. We got other guys too. The whole crew's with us. Harry Douglas, Dan Graziano, future Hall of Famer Vince Carter. They're all with us too. There they are right there coming in. Got a lot of football to talk about, but first, we're going to start with the NBA and the game of the night, and LeBron is back. Him and his new-look Lakers hosting the Pelicans. There he is, back on the floor. Third quarter, Lakers up one. They started to open up. D'Angelo Russell making his home debut. Alley-oop to LeBron. Lead up to three. Shortly after, they're up seven. Russell had seven assists on the night, including that one. Looking sweet right there. Two-man game working. Lakers up nine. You liking that, right, Bart? Yeah, man, no place like home. And then watch this. Russell moving fast over to Anthony Davis. Almost lost it. Got it. Put it in. Russell said, I like what we showcased tonight, and they sure showcased a lot. Look at that. Hitting threes, exactly what you need around LeBron. He had 21, including three triples. They're up 12 at that point. Then LeBron. The miss on the three gets his own rebound, and then watch him in action. Right to Mo Bamba, new acquisition, throwing it down. Lakers up 13. And then in the fourth quarter, still up 13. LeBron cutting to the rim, lays it in, and the foul. He finished with 21. The Lakers get the 120-102 win. And here's LeBron on his team, clicking. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to continue to build off off tonight. And um, and I think our, our skill set all kind of fit each other. We all just trying to get the ball popping, get the ball moving, you know, have equal opportunity, and everybody's trying to play to their advantage out on the floor. So, you know, tonight we had 32 assists. That's huge. So, um, you know, we want to try to continue that going forward. They sure do. The Lakers will be in 13th in the West, entering the All-Star break. But there's still a realistic path to the playoffs as they're three and a half games back of the sixth seed. Now, ESPN Analytics has the Lakers with the third easiest remaining schedule. Well, right out of the break, they have to play the Warriors, the Mavericks, and the Grizzlies. So not an easy path right out. Let's bring in Vince Carter. Vince, you look at this win. What was your single biggest takeaway from what looks like a really encouraging Lakers win? Right. It's pretty simple to me. LeBron didn't have to do everything. And, and yes, we know he was trying to break the record and he was getting the job done. But you now have will have a fresh LeBron James at the end of the season making a playoff push, and that's the big thing. You said they're three and a half games out and five games really out of third. I know Laker fans like to hear that. If they can get on the streak and have LeBron fresh, great things can happen, and they can play great basketball and make some noise. Now, will they win the West? I don't think so because there's a team by the name of the Denver Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns out there, but the Lakers now have a a, a really good chance, and they look fresh, they look rejuvenated, and let's see what happens. Okay, so maybe they get in the conversation a little bit. But the Lakers' new big three doing a lot better, at least in the first game, than the old big three. You got LeBron, you got AD, you got D'Angelo Russell. They combined for 70 points. What could this group become if they hit their ceiling? I mean, they're definitely a playoff team, second round, possibly Mm. get into that conference finals. I mean, obviously, it just depends because you have Anthony Davis, you have LeBron James, very experienced. You have uh, D'Angelo Russell, experienced. And now you just got – you galvanize and you get your team 
uh, and you put them on your back, you said, follow me. And it's just going to take time for them to just continue to understand each other. But you have guys who are veterans who are willing to do whatever and sacrifice. The word sacrifice is, is important to this team when you're this far down. If guys can sacrifice and do their job, the Lakers have a chance. You're always going to give them a chance because they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah, and now with maybe some shooters around LeBron, we'll see where these Lakers can go. Thanks yes. so much, Vince. We're going to come back to you in just a little bit. But first, we're going to turn to football because the quarterback carousel, boy, it's already underway in the NFL as we wait for Aaron Rodgers, his decision on his future in that darkness retreat he's going to now. Now, the car sweepstakes already underway. Car released by the Raiders Tuesday and is now free to sign with another team. Now, our Jeff Darlington oh. says Carr should not wait to make a decision. I don't think Derek Carr can wait this thing out. His best leverage is right now. Aaron Rodgers will get whatever he wants when we realize that he can be traded, okay? Derek Carr right now, his best leverage is this moment in this instant because the second the Packers decide that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be in their future, it is going to be an all-out bidding war because that is by far the biggest splash of all. So I say if you're Derek Carr, you find your seat in this game of musical chairs and you take it. Wow, you take it. Best leverage right now. Bart, what do you think? Uh, I, I would have to agree, right, because we understand that, you know, there's other comparable quarterbacks out there. But if I'm a team, I'm going to wait for Aaron Rodgers because that's the, that's the you know, that's the all-star right here. That's the guy that's the plus multiplier. But, you know, it, with Aaron Rodgers comes the antics. But Derek Carr, if I was Derek Carr, I would sign as soon as possible because you have teams that's trying to get their draft boards, guys thinking about moving up, moving down, what kind of draft capital they want to give up to move up to maybe get one of these young quarterbacks that's in the draft. Derek Carr, I think, should strike while the iron is hot. You think about the Panthers. You think about the Jets. You think about the Saints. Um, this is the opportunity for him to be like that shiny new toy, you know, right now before, you know, the, the, the market gets flooded. Raj, jump in. Raj? Yeah. I think we lost Dan for a second there. Oh, but let, me, let me see if I can get Harry in here. Do we have Harry? All right, yeah, we're getting our guys back. But you know what? Oh, Harry, there you go. Harry, what are your thoughts? Damn, that mic bigger yeah. than your head. <laughs> uh, Bob Barker, Mike? Be quiet, Bart. <laughs> 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 no, but but I, th I think the Jets as an organization, uh, I'll talk about them first. I think they need to pursue Derek Carr. I don't think they need to sit around and wait for Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I understand Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback. He's a guy who, wants, who has won multiple MVPs, and he has a Super Bowl on his resume. At the same time, he is in a dark place right now, right? And it's a lot of things that come with Aaron Rodgers. Also, he has to be traded to the New York Jets, and a lot of things have to happen for that to go down. With Derek Carr, he's a free agent now. That's the luxury of being able to be a free agent before everyone else is. It happened to me when I was with Atlanta, and I was able to hit free agency before everyone else and that's when I signed with the Tennessee Titans so Derek Carr right now is in a, in a perfect spot I don't think he needs to rush because the quarterback market isn't what we're accustomed to seeing we really only have two guys Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr and I throw a third one in there Jimmy Garoppolo and we know Aaron Rodgers is probably not going to get traded to an NFC team so I think right now I think Derek Carr is sitting in a great spot okay we got Graz back with us Graz give me your thoughts yeah, I kind of see it like Harry does. I think time is on Derek Carr's side. I mean, I understand the point about Rodgers, but only one team is going to get Rodgers. And if you're Derek Carr, it's to your advantage to wait that out.
let's say you're talking to the Buccaneers and the Jets, right? And, and, and the Jets want to wait out Aaron Rodgers. You keep the Bucs on the hook. The, the Packers aren't going to want to trade Rodgers in the NFC, so your market is bigger than his is. Uh, and then you wait to see if the Jets don't end up getting Rodgers, they become more desperate. So I think if you're Derek Carr, you have a, you have a luxury of time here. You have the ability to sign right away, which is a good thing, but I don't think you have to rush it. You're still a month away from guys like, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and, and, and Daniel Jones and, and Geno Smith and guys like that being able to sign as free agents. So you have the luxury of being able to meet with teams, talk to teams, figure out what's out there, and play teams off of each other. And here's also why you wait, right? Because we know this, this quarterback market is about to be reset. If, if the reports are accurate about Herbert and what he's about to get, you know Jalen Hurts is going to take it to another level. Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. By the time you, know, you wait a month, that can be the difference in $5 million more annually because he's going to become a bigger and bigger discount. So if I'm him, I'm going to wait it out just because I don't want to you know, make a deal too early, which you know, could be the difference in $20 million over the life of my new contract and my new deal. Yeah, it's a perfect time to be Derek Carr, I think, in this market, in this situation. So, Harry, then I ask you, you look at Aaron Rodgers, you're looking maybe at a one-year deal, because we only say that because he's been taking everything year to year, or you get a much longer deal with Derek Carr. So would you rather have one year of Aaron Rodgers or four years or more of Derek Carr? <laughs> this, this is tricky because it all depends on your owner and your general manager, right? If we could predict the future and be Mr. Cleo, not Mrs. Cleo, Mr. Cleo, and say, hey, the Jets will have a Super Bowl win with Aaron Rodgers, then I think you go with him, and the ownership would be okay with that. But I think they have so much young talent, and if you're able to get Derek Carr for a duration of time, I think you go that route as well. Yeah, look, Bart, the other part of this is we saw Devontae Adams leave the Packers, and a lot of scuttlebutt was, hey, maybe he's leaving because he doesn't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. You're in that locker room. You're with the Jets, for example. They signed Aaron Rodgers. How does that make you feel being in a position where, hey, we might have this guy for one year. We don't get it done. We don't know if we're getting him back. I mean, but who cares? That's all I need him for is for one year, two years, and I try and make it more attractive. I give him a contract extension so we can prorate that money even more, and I put that nice carrot on the end. Like, hey, Aaron Rodgers, here's another, you know, $60 million on the end of that, right? So which kind of – But that didn't really work this year. Yeah, well, but listen, he ain't going – he ain't went nowhere yet, Mm -hmm. right? You know, and and it may be more the Green Bay Packers that's ready to move on than so much, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. You know, you talk about that money and the guarantees, the market is going to be reset. So maybe he decides, you know what, I'll play two more years to get to make sure I secure the bag and the Jets can prorate and give them a bunch of money up front because they don't have to pay a lot of their young talent. And that's the beauty of this team. All their good players are young and two or three years away from a contract extension outside right. of Quentin Williams. But for me, I'm saying, listen, I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers than Derek Carr because I'm tied to Derek Carr for three to four years. If I have any hopes of saving Zach Wilson, I want Aaron Rodgers here as a mentor for two years so I can make sure I haven't wasted the number two overall pick. He's already a mentor to uh, – Zach Wilson, let Zach Wilson sit behind and learn like he should have did when he came out of college. Okay. All right. A lot to consider here, guys. Don't worry. We'll get back and we'll talk more about this. Carr, Rogers, so much going on with the quarterbacks in the NFL. Meanwhile, let's talk about another quarterback. Meanwhile, on planet Earth, yesterday afternoon, the Chiefs had their Super Bowl parade in downtown KC. You know who that guy is. Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs. Dancing, drinking beers on the bus. Mahomes, Travis, Kelsey, they address the Chiefs' doubters this season. Take a listen. Before we started this season, the AFC West said we were rebuilding. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what rebuilding means. 
I just want to let y'all know that this is just the beginning. We ain't done yet. The haters were saying that the Chiefs would never make the playoffs. The haters were saying the Chiefs were done. If y'all knew that Patrick Mahomes was gonna win the MVP, let me get a hell yeah! I feel like I feel like everybody's looking at me, right? And they got they got the one shot on me. And let me explain, everybody. Yeah, I know that that was an ice cold take, but the take was made in March, damn it. And guess what? It, the segment was called Bold Predictions. And it was nothing bolder than saying they wouldn't make the playoffs there. So get off my damn back, Jack. I picked them to win the Super Bowl. I picked the correct store. Quit yep. putting the ISOs on me, damn it. Listen, listen, next time I'm going to take Harry's one, mic and I'm going to use his eight ball mic because that's how big that damn mic is. <laughs> Magic eight ball. I'm going to rub it to Harry's mic with my next bold take. But quit putting me in ISOs. It was oh. a bold take. That was a second, damn it. All Got I'll it. say is Don't all the Chiefs it. players. Go ahead and feel free to tweet right at him. He's ready for you. That's right. <laughs> Got to live we'll in the mess I made. There you go. Well, coming up, he didn't win the Super Bowl, but Jalen Hurts could win the offseason. Shefty's got the numbers that have many wondering if the Eagles missed their best chance to win the title. Plus, did you hear Todd McShay and what he said the Bears should do with the top pick? You will, and it has our analysts fired up. We're going to discuss that and a lot more coming up on Get Up. Hide my face. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back, and let's play a little game of a guy or the guy. Are these quarterbacks franchise game changers? Bart, is Derek Carr the guy or just a guy? Meh. Uh, <laughs> I think he's a guy, right? And, you know, he's a guy that can play the quarterback position professionally, but when you have guys on the other side like, you know, Josh Allen, you know, Patrick Mahomes, can he win those type of games? Can he be the difference maker against those? My answer is no. I think he's a good professional quarterback. I don't think he can help you beat the super quarterbacks in this league. Harry, let's talk Jimmy G. Is he a guy or the guy? Ooh, this is easy for me. I think he's just a guy. You look at a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan tailored a lot of things back uh, offensively when he was the quarterback. We go back to the Super Bowl versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't make that throw. You look at the NFC Championship game uh, a year ago, and he wasn't able to get it done versus the Los Angeles Rams. So he's just a guy in my eyes. Okay, and then Bart, Justin Fields, the guy or just a guy? Oh, he's the guy. I just don't know if he's the guy for Chicago, as I believe they look to reset the quarterback market. When you see these crazy numbers that all these new quarterbacks are going to get, you know that if he plays well, you have to address that position in two years with the opportunity to get the number one pick and let this regime get their quarterback. Could be an opportunity to reset their clock on paying a quarterback $45 million plus. And that's the thing. Could they reset the quarterback in the draft? The Bears have the top pick. And take a listen to this. Our draft expert, Todd McShay, had this to say about Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. I think he's a smaller version of Patrick Mahomes. The presence he has in the pocket, the ability to feel pressure coming, the ability to make to see the whole field and make all the throws with really good touch and timing. He's different than all these other guys. Personally, I would take Bryce Young if I was Chicago. I would do it because I would want Bryce Young because I think he's an upgrade over Justin Fields, and I want his rookie contract so I have five years. But I don't think they're going to wind up making that decision. Wow. I mean, I completely get the point, but wow. Could you imagine if they did that with the season nope. Justin Fields just had? Well, Harry, I want to talk to you about this. Should the Bears draft Bryce Young and trade Justin Fields? No, they shouldn't. Justin Fields should be their starting quarterback. You talk about a guy who had 1,100 yards rushing and eight touchdowns last year. He brings another dimension to the game. We just witnessed Jalen Hurts and what he was able to do after becoming a better passer. I'll take it a step further. I want to see Justin Fields with an offensive line. I want to see him with skill position players around him. And I got a question for the Chicago Bears. The Philadelphia Eagles were able to get Jalen Hurts to a point to where he played outstanding this year, along with Jalen Hurts on his own working on his game. Do the, do the Chicago Bears trust their coaching staff to allow Justin Fields to become a better passer? Those are the questions that I have for the Chicago Bears. But you talk about a guy who now brings another dimension to the game and forces a defense to defend you a different way because of the way he utilizes his legs and is, is able to run. I, I can't get rid of no guy like that.
And oh, the, go ahead, Bart. So see, the, the, the difference is, and listen, I said this two months ago on my radio show that I believe that that should be the play. It is not because Justin Fields isn't a you know, worldly talent. The problem is you talk about you want to see them with a good offensive line. You want to see him with a you know, great skill position players. That takes time. Justin, Jalen Hurts went into a, a, a situation where that was already in place. Kelsey was already there. Mulata was already there. So now how do you get that for a young quarterback? You get it by getting draft capital. So imagine what you know, Justin Fields, because he's under contract for two or three more years, would get you as far as draft compensation to be able to do that. The thing is, Chicago has all the money in the world. They don't have the players. And I don't know how many people are going to rush to go join a team that's just started. This gives the new regime an opportunity to get a fresh start, restart the clock for five years, and you saw that that's how you win in this league by getting the most talent you can get with a cheap quarterback on a rookie deal, much like Jalen Hurts is, much like when you think about Russell Wilson and what that was. It gives you an opportunity to go and get can't-miss veterans. So you're saying you would or you wouldn't do it? I would. Okay. Because simply because the timing for when those young, you know, you go get that talent that you need to put around Justin Fields, by the time he get there, who knows what kind of condition he's going to be in because they use him so much running. He's got beat up this year, right? But he needs to go to a team that's already ready, that has the pieces around. That's why I said he should be an option for the Jets. If I'm the Jets, I'm calling Chicago, say, I'll give you 13. Can you imagine – Having one in 13 and being able to get it, reset the clock on a, on a young, talented quarterback and build around him for three to four years and try and change the narrative of who, what Chicago Bears are. And I assume this makes sense if you believe that See, he is a young Patrick Mahomes or at least Patrick Mahomes in. But I want to put up this graphic of those skill position players that Harry was talking about just real quick. And then, Harry, weigh in on what Bart just said. Yeah, ch- check this out. So here's the thing for me. You look at the skill position players, the wide receivers for the Chicago Bears last year had a total of 10 touchdowns. There are five players in the National Football League as an individual that had more touchdowns than the Chicago Bears did totally as a team wide receiver-wise. Uh, and, Bart, I, I, I would say this. You have the number one pick this year. You could trade back if someone wants to jump up and get draft capital. They have the most money to spend in free agency, almost $100 million to work with. So Mm -hmm. I think you can bring guys in within the next two years to allow Justin Fields to be able to become a better quarterback and a better player for your organization. Yeah, but how many veteran players that are trying, that already got their money, are going to be saying, okay, Chicago's my first choice? Because you know that the, the Lions are ahead in the process. Minnesota's ahead in the process. So I got to go there and wait a couple years to win when it's teams that's ready to win. It's other teams that have you know, um, salary cap space that can offer those receivers or those skill position players the same thing that the Bears can. So that means that the Bears are going to have to overspend. So it's going to eat up all that extra draft capital that you have. You should build this team young so that they can extend all at the same time. Chicago's in a rebuild, in a reset. And so now you look at um, you know, you look at Fields and look at the, the toll that it did on his body right with all the running that he did he's not built like Jalen Hurts he's not as stout as Jalen Hurts to withstand the physical punishment of taking those hits so I wouldn't you know if I was him I would say listen I love being here but if you can move me to a place that's a contender that can protect me then I can blossom and become a Thor because all we know is he's great in running the football they want to see him be great in elite throwing the football which we know he was better when in college than Jalen Hurts 
And you saw the numbers on fields last year, not very good. But then again, you got to make sure that Bryce Young is brought into an environment where he's not going to get crushed. We'll have to see how this plays out. Well, coming up, there you go, Ryan. There you go. on Lamar and the Ravens. A very important clock's about to begin that could change everything in Baltimore. We're going to be talking about that straight ahead. Plus, the King is back on the court with his new teammate for the first time. Can LeBron make the big playoff run? I'll talk about that and a lot more on Get Up. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify (laughs) shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to Get Up, and look who's also back, Tiger Woods, back on the course today, playing his first tournament since last July's Open Championship. Now, yesterday, Woods played 16 holes in the Genesis Invitational Pro-Am, his first public round since missing the cut at St. Andrews. Beginning today, Woods is going to play the first two rounds of the tournament with Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy, and you can watch the first round of the tournament this morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, from Riviera Country Club on ESPN+. We're featuring group of Tiger, Rory, and Justin Thomas, they tee off at 3.04 Eastern. So let's go to the NBA, and we're going to shoot the J with Jay Williams. Shoot he joins it. us now. Let's do it. Okay, so Kyrie sits last night for the Mavericks. They fall to the Nuggets. Will the Kyrie experiment work in Dallas? Does work mean winning a championship? Because I don't think this team is built to win a championship. I think this team right now, what you're seeing is they're building camaraderie. It's a chance for Kyrie Irving and Luka to learn how to play together for the next five years. Okay, so work in progress. I think that's more realistic. All right, so let's talk about the Sixers. Big win behind Joel Embiid's 29. Is Philly a legit contender in the East? 
They are, but I would say as of right now, you were waiting in line at a restaurant. They're first in line outside the restaurant, uh-huh. right? Milwaukee, and you, you talk about Milwaukee is there, Boston is there. They're inside the restaurant. They're having, I mean, they're having the top of the line dinner, right? Philly's on the outside looking in. It's Milwaukee and the Celtics right now. Not even like in the bar area getting a drink? No, no, not man. Just like outside. No, they're outside. It's cold. Oh, it's freezing. Lakers win big in LeBron's return. Is all right in LA? Is all okay? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I, mean, it, I, I get that they won the Pelicans. Last night kind of seemed like it was a must win. But I, I still think you're talking about a team that is trying to fight for a 7 or an 8 seed. And I like the moves that Rob Palenka and company made. I still don't think that makes him a contender at all. Really? Nowhere close. Yes, Not really. even in the playoff mix right now. In, the, well, the playoff. Six. I one said six. No, 7-8. Okay, so play-in mix. So, Vince, what yes. do you think? Do the, do the Lakers look like they can be back to being contenders? I, I, I agree with Jay. I don't know about contenders, but I think they will make some noise. I think they're going to be better. And when you get, when they get give themselves a chance by getting into the play-in tournament, obviously it's dangerous being in the play-in tournament because anything can happen. But I, I think they give themselves a chance. Just a couple of weeks ago, I would say there's no way they even make it, regardless of them being three to five games out. Right now, you give them a puncher's chance because of the two guys that they have on their roster with some great New talent. They look energized. They have guys that can play their role and 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 make plays. So I, I think, like I said, for, uh, first, second round, and then you, you go from there. Okay. Well, Vince, did you hear what LeBron said too last night that I, I thought you were fine? So interesting, man. The post presser. He said, you know, I'm out there with guys that all know how to play the game and all help us make the right yes. passes. And I'm sitting there, Vince. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like guys that can mm-hmm. shoot. Guys that understand floor spacing and guys that understand tempo and space and pace. And to me, like that, he didn't do it maliciously, Vince. But like that's like, all right, this is what we didn't have with Russ, and this is now what we do have with D'Angelo Russell. What we do have, correct. Yes. I agree. I agree with that. And here's a guy now that can make plays for, for everyone, and LeBron doesn't have to work so hard to be the guy all the time, and he's fresher, and he gives you more down the stretch when you're gonna need him. So that speaks a lot to the guys who were out the door, and one of those guys also, and again, not that he was saying anything about anybody in particular, but Patrick Beverly had some interesting sound about the Lakers, his former team. Take a listen to this. All right, we're going to have it in just a second. Oh, there we go. There it is. There we go. It wasn't basketball. It wasn't basketball. It was other blank, but other blank that you really can't pin or point out. You know, Comes and goes. You know, a little bit here, a little bit there. I love Pat Bev. Throw a little nugget out there. What, <laughs> what do you make of this? See, Vince, to me, this is like, um, look, it's like when you dive underwater, right? For every 10 meters you go below the water, like the pressure, the PSI gets way more concentrated, right? It gets exponentially more difficult and there's more pressure. With LeBron, like you're naturally, you start off 20 meters under the water. Mm-hmm. Like there's always, it's championship or bus. Are you going to be on this team? Or are you not going to be on this team? Are you a pivotal piece? Or are you not a pivotal piece? And I'll be frank with you, LeBron James, all I would be focused on is trying to win championships. Either you help me do that or not, and if we have to make moves to get you off this team, if that's Russ, that's dealing with Jeannie Buss, if that's dealing with Rob Palenka, like there's a lot of chaos going on right now because we're trying to win. But does that make Be- Pat Bev's point, which is like there's a lot of other stuff going on. It should just be about basketball, fit or no fit. This is about winning championships, man. It ain't just – Vince, it's about winning championships. And if you're helping me win championships, then I'm on board. But that comes with a lot of other stuff as well. 
Correct. And and I think that's kind of what Pat Bev is saying. He's like, it, it'll, Pat Bev just wants to play and win. And I think he's trying to say, you know, in so many ways is that some of the other stuff, some of the outside noise and all of the other stuff that comes with it sometimes was a distraction uh, for their team as well. So you're, what you're saying and what he's saying, I think, are, are, are one the same. Okay. All right. All right. So, I mean, look, bottom line, it's about championships. I get it. Some guys left. Maybe these new I mean, guys Ryan, look, can do look something. Look what we did to Anthony Davis. Like, Anthony Davis, like, at first thing I came on the show, and I was like, I think he's just really pissed off the fact that they were losing to OKC mm-hmm. in the third quarter when LeBron James obviously broke Kareem uh, Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, is he being traded? Is he going to be moved? Like, that's all the extra stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. that comes along with playing LeBron instead of it just being, no, he was yeah. pissed off that they were losing to OKC, yeah. a team that he feels on paper they're way better than. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And, and then, Vince, I, I, you know, I, I look at this and I say, I wonder if that other stuff clouds what they're going to do, clouds whether or not they can make it far. Uh, yeah, and, and that's, I think that's what Pat Bev is trying to get to. He says sometimes that outside noise sometimes can carry over onto the court when, like, when you're with LeBron James, everything is magnified, like Jay said. You know, I, I think regardless of the moment, you got to live in that moment. Like, he just broke a record. It's monumental. Yes, you're pissed off because you're losing to OKC, but you should have been pissed off two quarters before that because <laughs> y'all weren't playing well in the first two, in the first exactly. half anyway. You, you exactly. see what I'm saying? So it's just, we got we to talk, you know, it's just, you, you can't get, you got to put that stuff outside and, you know, they're learning that. But like you said, with LeBron James in LA, there's a lot that comes with it and you got to mm-hmm. be able to push that stuff out if you want to win. Yep, you got to be ready for the environment that you're in. In L.A. and New York, we know they're pressure cookers. All right, guys, thank you so much. Jay, thank you, man. You got it, baby. Thank you, appreciate it. All right. Big bro Vince right here. That's what we do. There you go. All right, Vince, stick around for a second because I got to share this with you. Meanwhile, on planet Earth, Chiefs quarterback Chad Henney spoke on the Adam Schefter podcast, and he detailed some interesting superstitions Patrick Mahomes has before games. Take a listen. He has to have a certain thing each and every day. He comes in, he does his work. His notes are written out a certain way. Um, the same pair of underwear, which probably not a lot of people know on game day. He's been wearing it since uh, uh, I've been a part of it. Same pair of underwear. <laughs> same pair. Can I get a reaction? Oh, I mean, all right. I mean, I don't think <laughs> Just hope he washes it. That's what I'm saying. That's the first question yeah, that comes that's to it. Mind. There we go. Facts. I just, that's I just the, hope that's he washes it. Do you guys have superstitions? <laughs> Harry, did you have a yeah, superstition? Yeah, I love superstitions. Yeah, I used to eat the same thing for breakfast. Um, I used to eat three eggs scrambled with cheese, about six or seven pieces of bacon, potatoes, oh. a bagel, oh. fruit, cereal. I, I had to eat the same thing before every game I played. 2,000 calorie meal. I love it. Here's yeah. my superstition with playing with Vince. Give Vince the ball and get the hell out of the way. That was <laughs> Cut it out, bro. Cut it <laughs> out. Cut, cut it out. Cut it out. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. There's you know too many true. people watching. Vince, did you, you have one? That. Did you, did you have a superstition, Vince? Uh, <laughs> uh, in college, we had, we had a routine. Obviously, we would get on the bus and we would go to a restaurant. We would have that uh, steak and, and pasta every time. And in, 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 in the league... I, I had a routine, but not really. I think the only one was I tend to uh, to wear the same shoe. This is my first year and a half, Harry and and and, and Jay. Before y'all be like, "Dang, bro, you're in the league." But I, 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 my Pumas. I wore I wore my Pumas 
to where they were like, uh, Puma was like, hey, brother, we're going to need you to wear more shoes. You know, they send a bunch of shoes and I didn't wear I, Hey, when they were broken, broken in and they yeah. were comfortable, I stuck with them. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but I got better as I got my own shoe. I had to wear, you know, different pairs. I didn't wear a new pair every game, though. Well, at least it wasn't underwear, so we could say that. There you go. Facts. All right, guys. Just wash your underwear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please, I oh, hope yeah. the training staff is on top yeah. of that. I mean, the, the, the equipment staff. I hope they're on top of that. All right. Now, first, you know who has a lot of superstitions? Hockey players. Monday Night Hockey. Our ESPN Hockey Night, excuse me, features Devils playing their third game of a four-game road trip in St. Louis against the Blues. Coverage begins at 9 Eastern. Well, coming up, this could hurt. Jalen's about to get paid. And Shefty has the numbers. Would that mean the Eagles missed their best chance to win the Super Bowl? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back, and Graz is with us, so let's do a little overreaction Thursday as the offseason gets underway. Okay, so Graz, I'll say a statement, and you'll tell me if it's an overreaction or not an overreaction. Odell Beckham Jr. will sign with the Bills. Overreaction or not an overreaction? Oh, not an overreaction. This is one to watch. They've had interest in him in the past. Uh, There's a report out there that they could be hiring his college wide receivers coach to their coaching staff. Uh, they took a big swing last offseason on Von Miller. Not afraid to go after, go big game hunting and free agency. I would definitely watch Buffalo for Odell Beckham when and if he's finally healthy. Really interesting there. All right, so Brock Purdy will be the 49ers quarterback next season. Overreaction or not? At this point, an overreaction. He's certainly in the mix, but I would expect at this point with him and Trey Lance both coming off of injury, that they'll go to training camp and kind of make it a, a battle for the starting quarterback job, may even bring in another veteran to kind of compete and, and possibly hedge against one or both of those guys not being ready to start the season. Still a lot of questions to sort out in San Francisco. Wow, 7-1 and one as a starter last year and still might not have that job. Lamar Jackson will well, win MVP next season. Overreaction or not an overreaction? Not an overreaction. Never an overreaction with Lamar when he's healthy. He has been that kind of player uh, so if he can stay healthy and being the Baltimore Ravens can get things worked out on the contract he definitely is in that mix never can rule out Lamar Jackson when it comes to the question of MVP okay and so you never rule him out and of course the franchise tag window opens next week with Lamar Jackson so this whole thing again Ravens Lamar Jackson is going to start to play out very, very soon. So, Graz, lay out for us all the particulars of Lamar Jackson's situation and his timeline. 
So they'll, they'll communicate again on the potential uh, of a contract extension as they did the last couple of off seasons. If they can't get it done, they have until March 7th to franchise him, uh, at which point they will probably put the deal on hold until the summer because at that point you go to your other free agency stuff, you, you, do, you handle your draft stuff, and you have until July 15th to work out a long-term deal with your franchise player. If you don't get it done by then, you can't do it again until after the season. And then the question for Lamar becomes, do you play on the franchise tag? Do you sit out the off-season program? Do you sit out training camp? Do you threaten to sit out regular season games? Uh, that, a lot of questions still to be answered in terms of how he would react to being franchised. His preference and their preference is to get a deal done. But last season, the issue was guaranteed money. He wanted fully guaranteed. They didn't want to give that. Someone's going to have to give a little bit on their position in order to get this done. Okay, so that continues to be the issue. And then OTAs, of course, start around late May. So it becomes an issue of when does he, if he doesn't come in there, how does that affect the franchise? So, Bart, I start with you. Yeah. Should Lamar set foot on the field if he doesn't have everything he wants in a deal? Not at all. And especially with what's about to happen in this offseason because I think Joe Burrow is going to rewrite the structure of how quarterback deals are. If anybody has an opportunity to get a fully guaranteed contract, it's going to be a quarterback like Joe Burrow. Well, at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson can say, well, listen, I may not have taken you to the Super Bowl, but I am a franchise guy, and I was the best player in this league, and I'm still young, and I still have an added dimension. And if you don't sign me long term, it's only going to cost you more money in the future, right? The, the, the price tag, look, I thought Lamar Jackson made more money than anybody because of what the deals were last year. So now we potentially have four to five new quarterbacks that's going to get new money, and those guarantees are only going to go up more and more and more. Because, listen, I promise you that eventually – Patrick Mahomes is going to get redone as well. They're going to do it quietly, but it's going to be reset again. So if they wait, the price tag is only going to continue to go up. Yeah, and you look at the numbers right there on screen with Deshaun he, Watson, top of the list, 230 in guaranteed money. And he, can, and he can say he's better than three of those guys on that list. Okay, so don't sign the franchise tag. Hell no. Okay, Harry, what do you think? Hell to the gnaw. He better not step out there on that football field. We just witnessed him bet on himself last season, and I was upset that he did that. I thought he should have been more selfish uh, because when it's all about your future and, and, and securing the bag for your family financially, I don't view it as being selfish. I view it as you doing the right thing uh, for your well-being. Now, we seen Lamar Jackson two years ago when he got hurt. They had the number one seed in the AFC. We seen them last year when he got hurt. When he got hurt, they were the leading team in the AFC North. Everything about Baltimore says Lamar Jackson. So for him, I'm not stepping out on the football field until I have a new deal that, that's to my liking, honestly. Wow. Okay. And you have to wonder how this all ends up playing into what they do, how the fan base reacts, because it looks like it's coming down to the same thing as it did last year, guaranteed money or not. As Dan's saying, and somebody's going to blink eventually. All right, to Philly, where the Eagles are still licking their wounds after blowing that double-digit lead in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts played great, though, counting for four touchdowns. So Wednesday on NFL Live, Adam Schefter had this to say about the quarterback's big payday. It would be an upset if that deal did not get done this offseason. All those free agents that you see out there, are going to be more difficult to afford once Jalen Hurts gets north of $45 million. To me, that's the starting point. And it may not even be close to the ultimate figure of where it ultimately comes in. North of $45 million 
as a oh, starting yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, you hear that and your eyes pop out of your head. But, but Harry, is Jalen Hurts worth paying $45 million as a starting point? So we're talking about way more than that this offseason. I 100% agree. You talk about a guy who wasn't a first-round draft pick, so he didn't get the money that a lot of these other guys got up front because he was a second-round draft pick. Jalen Hurts, you talk about a guy who finished second in the MVP voting. Not only that, 3,700 uh, yards passing, 66.5 completion percentage, 22 touchdowns and six interceptions, on top of rushing for 750 yards and 13 touchdowns. You talk about the leadership. You talk about the cool, calm, and collectiveness that he displays on a football field when things doesn't go right. And I can't help but think about that fumble that he had in the Super Bowl but came back the following drive because he stays cool, calm, and collected. He don't let the highs get too high, doesn't let the lows get too low, and let his team right back down the field for a touchdown. He's everything that Philadelphia embodies, so pay the man what he wants. Dan, does paying him this kind of money mean the Eagles miss their best chance or their best shot to win the Super Bowl? Look, that's always the argument, right? Can you win once you pay the quarterback? And look, Adams number 45, I mean, that is a conservative figure, as he indicates. I mean, you look at what guys are making. Deshaun Watson, 46. He had a better year than him. Kyler Murray, 46.1. He had a better year than him. Russell Wilson, 49. He had a better year than him. Look, this is a guy that can ask for 50-plus and probably will get it because that's the cost right now, especially when you look at Burrow, you look at Herbert, you look at, yeah, as, uh, as I think Harry mentioned, or Bart mentioned, Mahomes probably gets a new deal uh, at some point soon. So, yeah, I, I think the trick is if you're the Eagles, you have to get him to agree to a Mahomes-like structure, right? Mahomes did a 10-year deal that enables the Chiefs to continually restructure, get salary cap relief from throughout the life of the deal, kept the cap numbers low in the early years so they could re-sign guys like Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey and keep the core of that team. So the Eagles know that. The question will be whether Hertz is willing to do a longer-term structure that gives them flexibility or whether he wants more money up front, and that could determine the answer to your question, Ryan. That could be really interesting. Could you imagine Jalen Hurts with like a 10-year, $600 million deal? Well, well, I, I believe that's where the league is going because you need that flexibility, mm-hmm. right? And, and it allows you to continue to push the credit card bill down the road. So I think you, we're going to start seeing quarterbacks because quarterbacks, you know, they, they, they take so much of the cap that I think people are going to start giving them longer deals and trying to basically put two deals into one, knowing that the quarterback is able to go back to the table because these quarterbacks are not going 15 years. So you can tell them, hey, you're going to get another deal, and we'll continue to just add years onto the deal if you play at a high level. But it gives the teams flexibility. The issue is, like, you know, they have 20 free agents. But they have two first-round draft picks, so they have the draft capital. And Harry Roseman is one of the best at being able to identify talent and get players to come. But I still you know, say that he's a good quarterback. I don't know if he deserves Patrick Mahomes' money. I don't really? know if he deserves Joe Burrow type of money. Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a difference in the levels because you have to ask yourself, once we take away the most talented roster in the game, what is he? Because you have to be able to be a force multiplier when you lose a Tyreek Hill because you're going to have to pay uh, Devontae Smith in a couple of years, right? So you're going to start losing guys. you got to replace Travis Kelsey, who makes everything work in a couple of years or so. Yeah, and Harry's a good point. I mean, he's been doing it a year or so ago. People were wondering if he'd even be in Philly. Now he's obviously a huge star. But is it more about, hey, we got to see more from him at at this point? No. You've seen everything you need to see this past season. Mm -hmm. And we got to give him credit for – 
you know, being a pro and working on his game and getting to this point. Because he 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 could have easily took the the, the you know what, I'm just going to ease into this season. I'm a starting quarterback. No, he took the high road. He worked on his craft, worked on his game, and now he got to the point to where he can set the price on what he wants. And I don't think he has to be a Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he has to be a Joe Burrow for him to deserve his money. He proved this season the Eagles don't go to the Super Bowl without Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. Yeah, I think it's a good point. Absolutely. You know what, I'll say this as an Eagles fan. When he lost and he said, you either win or you learn – that tells you so much about this guy. He has guy. great character, and I don't want to get misconstrued because I know people take my words and say yeah. I don't think that he's a great quarterback. I do think he's a great quarterback, but I do believe that he benefited from having the most talented roster around him, right? When you talk about those great throws he made in, in the, in the um, Super Bowl, he wasn't under duress because that line yeah. protected him. It was a, he was an eye of the hurricane. Great character, but also this sense of, like, I'm not done. There's still more great things in my path. I'm not going to stop working. That's the kind of character you need and the culture you need on that team. Coming up, the quarterback carousel. Spinning. Huge question, though. You buy a younger car right now, or do you wait and try to get the classic? 